the voice, so let's use it. 0800-150-811. Love to get you on the program. Open line talk from now through to 10 o'clock. We're trying to slip in calls wherever we possibly can. We love hearing from you. Really interesting chat with Mark, Mark Fulcher. Well, I certainly uh, thought so. My key takeaways from that, we need a real balance um, education to make informed and sensible decisions. Listening to Mark, Dr. Mark Fulcher, he's uh, certainly sceptical of those, you know, uh, dramatic lines of, you know, banning contact sport that would lead us to missing out on a lot of other benefits from having an active community, which these uh, sports can surely play a really important uh, part to it. Um, love to get your reactions to it. Um, don't do what I have done was my message at the top of my sermon about the uh, weather forecast in Bengaluru. How nervous are New Zealand cricket fans? Love to get your thoughts on that. Let's get to the calls. Mikey, morning. You're first up. How are you? Oh, yeah, very, very good. Now, that was a really interesting chat, and you can kind of see where we're going with contact sports. But um, the curious one for me, and I know your producer's right into it as well, and he might have a comment, but um, is fighting sports. So, for example, if, if you're in a boxing match and you get smacked right in the chops and you're down for maybe a six or seven or eight count and get back up. Now, if that was rugby or, I guess, league, you'd be straight off for an HIA, right? So mm-hmm. if you get up and then you receive more head trauma, <laughs> I mean, logically, that doesn't make sense, does it? No, it doesn't. And that is, you know, the, the group of sports that, you know, the doctor certainly has his most concerned about. But um, generally... And in, in those those fields, at the top end, the professional uh, end, there's a huge amount of risk, but the athletes accept that, yeah. don't they? Right. But is there is there a thing one day down the line? I don't know because it's professional or whatever. But they'll go right. Well, I suffered all this head trauma. Sounds ridiculous because that's sort of the game you're in. And all of a sudden, people start getting sued left, right, and centre. Like the, 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 the whoever looks after that sport, um, and. And all of a sudden, like rugby, etc., because there's going to be a heap of well, NFL. NFL, there's a heap of um, lawsuits happening. Uh, is this what we're going to see? Are we, are we sort of seeing well, the demise of contact sports? Well, I'm not sure about the demise. Um, you know, right now, the audiences tell you uh, it's anything but a demise. Um, Brian, who is the producer you are referring to, who really does know that sport inside and out, mm. has just whispered in my ear, there is um, a, an ongoing um, legal action from a group of old fighters. Uh, I, I would right. think um, you, you, if you're promoting and running those sports, you would want watertight contracts with current athletes, wouldn't you? Yeah, and, you, and, and maybe that's where you, the you comes will down run the, line the risk down the road. Yeah. yeah, sign an NDA or something like that. I don't know, but anyway, very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. And, and have you got a terrible headache at the thought of rain in the Black Caps game? Oh my! Oh my God! Please don't let it rain. At least they go out blasting. Get that run rate up. <laughs> Good on you, Mike. Right, get Good that day, run Dean. rate up. Get the run rate up. Get the run rate up. Hey, Dean, welcome. Yeah, mate. Very good call. Very, very cool. Good call and interesting listening. I just, I just don't know how they police it though, because even when I was coaching kids many moons ago, like mouth guards were compulsory, but you watch uh, numerous Super Rugby players, whether they've got a doctor's exemption or whether they can't breathe or something, because I know that is something that people do struggle with, but some players can't, don't wear them. So does that mean they, they won't be allowed to play? I mean, I don't know. There's a whole heap of can of worms. Are they going to take the header? And you probably could. You could probably take the header out of football, couldn't you? And just make him kick it in the net. Because they, they don't go off for an HIA as soon as you get a smack in the head with a ball. But as soon as an elbow goes somewhere closely roll around like they've been shot. So I don't, I don't, very, very hard to police. Like obviously, we, everyone cares. And I don't know. Like for the amount of people that play, is it, 
you know, and I know we're doing something, but is it? I don't know. I don't really know what I want to say, you know. I'm more worried about the rain in India too. I thought it was just due. Let's just hope it's due, eh? We, <laughs> we don't want rain. Jesus, we don't want rain. No, please, no. And bat second, just in case. Well, uh, Mark Reason and stuff had a really interesting article on it yesterday, and I only breezed across it, and I probably should read more of it, um, with regard to one of those things you did point out about if you don't wear them. I've, um, um, if like He used uh, Adi Savia who's, as an example. Um, Adi Savia's had sort of issues wearing mouth guards before. Um, and a couple of the lines here, if Savia... Uh, suffers a suspected head knock in a game and he is not wearing the new mouth guard, then he will no longer be allowed to undergo a head injury assessment to determine if he's really concussed. Instead, he'll be removed permanently from the game. Um, we'll have to fact check that. That's a, that's a really... Um, it's a big step, isn't it? It's a really big step, Dean. Um, and, and thanks for bringing it up. I, I, I really hadn't thought about um, the notion of players not wearing a, a mouth guard now that it uh, seems they're going to have to. I'd never had a problem wearing a mouth guard, so I guess it hasn't been in my thinking. Thanks, mate. We'll get to Richard now. Hello, Richard. Hey, Daniel. How are you, mate? You good? Oh, I'm, oh no, I'm not, mate. I'm, I'm not, actually. Thank you for asking. I'm about time someone asked me how I'm doing today. Yeah, I'm not. it's been a long week. I tell you, Daniel, you're not the only one that's been checking the forecast every every minute. I tell you. Oh no, Pakistan oh, are going to do it. Say. This is 1992 all over again. We got 400. Oh. We got 400, oh, and no. we lost. And now we've opened it up to the the weather gods. And I'm from Wellington, so I don't trust the weather ever. Yeah. The thing is, Daniel, it seems like there's nothing's gone right for us in this World Cup. I mean, we've seen some magnificent batting display by Provincial, but it seems like we've had injuries, we've had rain, we've had total uh, results that haven't gone our way, and it's like, oh, here we go on the crunch of... It just feels like the last World Cup, where it's kind of like me and us in Pakistan fighting out for the last spot because of run rate. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, what do you do if we oh, win the toss? You know. and, and it's likely to be a rain-affected game, at the very least, if we read that forecast. Best-case scenario uh, might be reduced. What, what do you do? Do you win the toss and...? I'm going to have to say bat. I mean, I know that when you have a rain-affected match, some people kind of look at batting second because of the duck was lowest, but I just feel like putting a total on the board and, and see how we get on. I mean, if it does rain, I just think that we've got the rains, runs on the board, but, you know, we had the runs on the board on Saturday night for Daniel and it didn't work out, did it? <laughs> <laughs> Truly extraordinary game, right? Absolutely amazing. And fuck is a man, innings. It was just outrageous. But, you know, from a... Was that hard to watch? Well, of course it was hard to watch. Right, but a few days on, are you, are you angry? Are you, you? How do you feel about it? Oh, I think it's a, it's, it's a roller coaster of, of, of emotion supporting the Black Cats there, Daniel. It's like, you know, it's after the last two World Cups, we made the finals and we haven't got across the line. But, you know, it's just like, you know, you would have thought 400 runs, you'd like, oh, yeah, no, we've, we've got this in the bag, and it turns out we didn't get it. But you would have thought 400 runs would be enough to win a World Cup match, wouldn't it? You know? But, <laughs> well, oh, mate, what is it about supporting the Black Caps? It's never easy, is it? It's never easy. It's never easy, but I, I really hope we do make the semi-finals because I think, Daniel, when you look at this World Cup, we're the only team that have actually taken it to India. I mean, if, I know that they got it in the second to last over, but you go look at the other matches. I mean, 
you know, we've done, I think when it comes to our batting, we've, we've punched above our weight. I mean, the last World Cup, we, we, we relied heavily on Taylor and Williamson to get us across the line with runs. I mean, this year, it's just our bowling has just been, you know, it's good to see Ferguson's going to be back in this game. I mean, I just, I do kind of wonder, it's like if he does come to this game, I hope that he doesn't get injured. You know, it's just that little worrying feeling. But, yeah, it's just, oh, Daniel, it's like the therapy couch all over again like it was four years ago. <laughs> good on you, Richard. Love the passion. Great to chat. Go enjoy your day. Hopefully the weather's good wherever you are. Uh, our number's 0800 You can text us double eight double three on the temper and bed post-text machine. We will take a break and be back.